our scripture reading, as you see in your bro, uh, bulletin, is found in Revelation, all the way at the end of the Bible, Revelation 21. He's only asking for one verse. So if you, again, I'll ask you to stand, you'll get another opportunity. And I'll know you're there. It's just one verse, but it's good to get some, stretch your legs a little bit before you sit for another uh, little while. So it's Revelation 21, verse 1. And I will be reading from the New King James Version. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. A new heaven and a new earth. Question. How many of you here is tired of this world already? There are so many things that we have witnessed in our lifetime, and it seems like um, in the last few weeks, I would say not years and months anymore, but weeks and days, we have seen, we have seen more signs of the times than ever before. Jesus spoke of these signs of the times indicating that right after them he would come in the clouds of heaven. And right before his coming those events that will take place will be so rapid that before these events he says that um, the development of these last days of prophecies will be kind of uh, changed somehow and, uh, and uh, worked in a way by God so that every one of his elects may be saved. And then we enter that period of uh, last day's events that will be rapid ones. My brother, and you put your name there, and my sister, if the time for the last day's events were to happen in our lifetime, the time is now. We see them everywhere. And this is not just one of those preacher things, expressions. No. Sister White tells us to observe the movements of the nations. To study carefully not only Daniel and Revelation, but also to observe the movements of the nations. And you will see that what is written in Daniel and Revelation is being fulfilled in our very own eyes. Because we may miss it. And if there is an event in time in the history of this world that we do not want to miss, this is the one. In many other things in life, we have been used to a second chance. But not this one. So therefore, if you are to make it, be ready now. 
Again, John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. And if you were not so, I would have told you. I will go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again to receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. The greatest desire of Jesus is to be with his people. And he has done everything possible to save his people. But sad to say, the Bible tells me that some will not accept that provision that he has made. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 16. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Not only a home, but a city. I do not like when we talk about a city. You know, you think of Hartford and New York and Boston. And I don't like cities. I like the country area and so on. But that city that God has prepared, the New Jerusalem, it will be. What a city that will be. Oh, what a city. What a beautiful city. Answer this question just between you and God, but not because you hear this preacher here trying to convince you, but just between you and God and in your spiritual walk right now. Are you able to answer yes to this question? Do you want to be there in that city? Made by God. Those who accept the teachings of God, of God's word, of all his principles, will not be wholly ignorant concerning heaven. We know we have enough instruction, instructions about heaven. However, we in our finite mind, we cannot imagine how it will look like. Only that it will be a beautiful place. Do you really want to be there? Don't answer with your words. Answer with your relationship with God. Is that telling you that you truly want to be there? I am not here to accuse anyone. So it is between you and God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, he puts it this way. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Wow! It will be that beautiful that we cannot even imagine. If we all would uh, come together and try to picture the things that God has prepared for us, we would not. We will not be able to. Do you know what is? Let me leave it here. I'll tell you later. There in heaven, we know, the saints of God will reign with him for 
a thousand years. Revelation chapter 20, verse 6. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Because that will be it. First resurrection, you are in. Second, and on. Over such the second death has no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Revelation 21 verses 1 through 7. One you have read already. I'd like to go through it again. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also there was no more sea. Then I, saw John, then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice, and I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, a loud voice, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Wow. This Old, sin-sinking, sin-stained world will be passed away with all its trouble. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, O John, write it down, for these words are true and faithful. Do you know do you know how serious this is? True and faithful is one of the names given to Jesus himself. These words are as real and true as I am. And then in verse 6, And he said unto me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give... Of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Now you come into the picture. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son, my daughter. Do you want to overcome? You know, Sister White speaks of. Um, the sin, the most uh, difficult sin for God to, to deal with, uh, which is the sin of self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency. When you think that you are so independent of your brother, uh, of your brothers and sisters, but here... He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son, my daughter. We depend on God, and therefore we depend on each other. Because that, that is where your brother, your sister is heading to, right? Right? 
Revelation 21, now verses 22 through 27. But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. The city had no need of the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. You know, when it, it says the Lamb, it's talking about our dear Savior. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the one who will carry in Him our human form with the marks of our sins imprinted on His hands forever. And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light. You and I shall walk in his light. And the kings of the earth will bring their glory and honor into it. Meaning the kings of the earth. Those, you know, then or there the kings of the earth will be God's children. Remember 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9? For you are what? A holy nation, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people, who was called from darkness to his marvelous light to show forth the praises of him. Okay, I put that the other way around. But um, that determines and tells you that you will be a type of a spiritual leader and also uh, a type of a royalty. The kings of the earth will bring their glory and honor into it. Its gates shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. And, there shall be, and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. But they shall by no means enter it. Anything that defiles or causes any abomination or lie. But only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. The reason I'm preaching this sermon here is exactly because of this passage in Revelation chapter 21. You will see at least, at least a dozen sermons based on these texts. Not the texts, the, the passages themselves, but in these statements. The Lamb, the Lamb's Light, the, book of, the Lamb's Book of Life, and so on. Beautiful messages that I believe... They are all present truth. What God has told us to preach at this time by the extra biblical inspiration, the writings of Sister White. By the way, the book Heaven, page 61. Long have we waited for our Savior's return, but nonetheless sure is the promise. Soon we shall be in our promised home. 
There, Jesus will lead us beside the living stream flowing from the throne of God. And will explain to us the dark providences through which he led us in order to perfect our characters. He is the answer for, your, for our questions sometimes. Why God? Why me? Why this? Let me read it again. And will explain to us the dark providences through which he led us in order to perfect our characters. There we shall see on every hand the beautiful trees of paradise. In the midst of them, the tree of life. There we shall behold with undimmed vision the beauties of Eden restored. Amen. Amen. I will share with you later that uh, when Jesus, the second Adam, meets Adam, the first Adam, he will come to him. And, and when Adam realizes that he is in the paradise restored, he will see the vast multitude of his sons and daughters. They will be this high, this tall. Because Sister White says that then they will grow into his stature. Well, some will be, you know, various heights, according to God's people from Adam to the very end. And then Adam will see in the hands of Jesus then his heart will melt. And he will know. It will strike in his eyes, in his heart, that it was because of him. Then he will get on his knees and take his crown and cast it at the feet of Jesus. And so all his sons and all his sons and, and daughters, you and I, will follow and do the same. And we will pick the, the heart that God has given us. And we will worship God. We will praise Him. In the book, The Great Controversy, page 648, Adam, transported with joy, he beholds the trees that were once his delight. The very trees whose fruit he himself had gathered in the days of his innocence and joy. He sees the vines that his own hands have trained. The very flowers he once loved to care for. His mind grasps the reality of the scene. He comprehends that this is indeed Eden restored. More lovely now than when he was than when he was banished from it. Do you know why more Eden will be more lovely the next time he sees it than before? The next sermon I will share a passage from the spirit of prophecy here that Sister White says that uh, the reason the the Garden of Eden is more lovely now when Adam sees it next because the one taking care of it is Jesus Christ himself. 
That's why right before the flood, by the way, the Garden of Eden was not affected by sin. God instead expelled sin from the Garden of Eden. And he took it before this planet Earth was destroyed by flood to heaven. And Jesus is the gardener there. Imagine. Imagine. The one, the very one who created it. Who knows how it functions. You know, we have a, 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 an expert on organic gardening here. Uh, Jerry Travers. He is a good friend from many years. He knows so many things that uh, I tried to pick his brain once and I was overwhelmed. It was like one information upon the other and I said I need to come back again for <laughs> lesson seminar number two, three, four, five and learn. But uh, you can imagine that the one, the very one who created it now, he is taking care of it. Not for himself, but because he wants to give it back to Adam. For many years, Adam and Eve and his sons could go to the, the gate of the Garden of Eden that were being protected by the cherubim with the sword of fire, the fiery sword. They could from there behold their lovely home. They could never go in. They never went back. And they died. They died believing the blessed hope of the Son of God. That according to the instruction given to them, He would make the sacrifice of being born from them. And Eve looked at Cain and she was so happy. Whoa, this is it. Then Abel, oh, maybe this is it. This is the Messiah. But then this one she thought was the Messiah killed this one. She thought was the Messiah, could be the Messiah. None of them were the Messiah. Then came Seth. Then came others, and others, and others, and others, and others. Sister White says that uh, every single mother in Israel prayed that the Messiah would be born from them. And then one day, we know the rest of the story. He sees the vines that his own hands have trained, the very flowers that he once loved to care for. His mind grasps the reality of the scene. He comprehends that this is indeed Eden restored. More lovely now than when he was banished from it. The Savior. The Savior. Leads him to the tree of life and, and plucks the glorious fruit and bids, him, and bids him, Adam, for about almost a thousand years you, you wished you could have eaten of this fruit, but here it is. You can eat it now. You can have it, Adam. He looks about him. Adam, 
And he beholds a multitude of his family redeemed, standing in the paradise of God. Then he casts his glittering crown at the feet of Jesus. And falling upon his breast, embraces the Redeemer. He touches the golden harp and the vaults of heaven echo the triumph song. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain and lives again. The family of Adam take up the strain and cast their crowns at the feet of Je uh, at the Savior's feet as they bow before him in adoration. The book of Revelation says that, And they sang the song of the Lamb and the song of Moses. Have you ever realized that when you sing that song, which will be the song of their experience of salvation, that your audience will be the angels? They cannot sing that song. They do not know what is to be redeemed. They do not have that concept of being lost and being redeemed. What a choir that will be. What a beautiful choir that will be. Because we will all be transformed. And guess what? We all of a sudden we will, we will run into these awesome surprises. Oh, my dad. My, my, my mother, my son, my daughter, my brother, my sister. What a glorious day that will be. Darkness Before Dawn is the name of a book by Sister White, page 61. Compilation. There the heavenly shepherd leads his flock to fountains of living waters. The tree of life yields its fruit every month. And the leaves of the trees are for the service of the nations. There, there are ever-flowing streams, clear as crystal. And beside them, waving trees cast their shadows upon the paths prepared for the ransomed of the Lord. There the wide-spreading plains swell into hills of beauty, and the mountains of God rear their lofty summits. On those peaceful plains, beside those living streams, God's people, so long pilgrims and wanderers, shall find a home. Here's an appeal. Not from me. From Isaiah himself. From me is just a statement. It is not worth it to spend time with the foolishness of these, of this world. Risking our eternal Life. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 7 through 9 and verse 12. Let the wicked forsake his way, 
and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. If you have done anything wrong, you can go to him and ask for forgiveness. Amen. He will clear your records in heaven, and your name will be written down or kept in the Lamb's book of life. Verse 8. Many times we think that God cannot forgive that ugly sin that we committed, that I committed at such a time in the past or when, whenever. Remember this, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. In verse 12, for you shall go out with joy in that place. Men be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. You know, the hills and, and, and the mountains will sing for us. I don't know how. Somehow, some way, they will produce some kind of sound that they will sing before us. My kids, they studied music. My daughter graduated. My son is taking piano performance, college. From time to time, they are invited and they have to go to these, uh, um, um, how do you call up? Reci recitals? Yeah, recital. Uh, not recital, but concerts. I meant to say concerts. And then we, we get to go too. We pay just half of, you know, just a little bit. And, and they, they played those instruments so, so nicely, so beautiful. So beautifully. And we enjoy, you know, that classic music. However, on that day, there when we are walking, and Jesus is leading, and he will say, stop for a moment and listen. In the hills, in the mountains, And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. You know when the concert is over, you, you clap. But there the trees will clap. I don't know how it will happen. But God says so. I believe it. Jesus is coming soon. And that will be possible for you and for me. Only if we have been living our lives in a close relationship with him. The Bible puts it this way. For the Lord himself. 2 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 16 and 17. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. And the dead in Christ our loved ones. My father, my mother. And you name your loved ones. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive, we shall be caught up with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord. So my dear brother and my dear sister, 
let us hold the hand of Jesus and stay close to him. And he will see to it that we will be all right to the very day that he shows himself in the clouds of heaven.